Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's up to Steve and I to make the right choices going forward to earn back their trust. If you don't like it, then you're welcome to leave. But that's the way that we do things around here. I've been playing New Jersey, man, so there's going to be some chippiness, there's going to be some griminess, but we're leaving it within the line. And I'll take a team like that. Once a giant, always a giant. For me, it's only a giant. Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by the USA Today Network. I am your host, Art Stapleton. And yes, as mentioned, this is a special edition because we have breaking news. As we mentioned several weeks ago on this show, the favorite going into the general manager process Joe Shane, assistant general manager of the Buffalo Bills, is your new general manager of the New York Giants. The news just came down minutes ago. The Giants announcing Shane as the successor to Dave Gettleman. It's a new era, a new day for the New York Giants. So we figured what better way to break in is with a special edition of All In to give you all my thoughts and who Shane is, how he fits here, what Shane, John Mara, and Steve Tisch had to say about him in this process. And without further ado, I'll go into that. So no wasting any more time. Shane is 42 years old. He's a Bill Parcells protege. When Parcells was down with the Dolphins, Shane was moving up the ranks. He became a national scout with Parcells there. For the Giants, this is a big move. This is their first general manager from outside the organization since 1979 when Pro Football Hall of Famer George Young was hired. So that's the path that Shane is taking. And... Thought this was interesting. I'm not going to read you the quotes from John Mara, Steve Tisch, and Joe Shane. Just based on, if you want to read them, certainly check out all of our coverage on NorthJersey.com and across the USA Today network. But the thing that Mara said, Shane's ability to communicate a progressive and comprehensive vision for our team. And he said his philosophy and collaborative approach to building a roster and coaching staff align with what we were looking for in a general manager. That's a big move. That's a big statement for the Giants. Because every sense I get now is that with Shane in place, the head coaching search will begin. And two names at the top of that list are Brian Dayball, who's been connected to Shane from the very beginning. He's the OC up in Buffalo, but also Brian Flores, the former Miami Dolphins head coach. He will be in with an interview. And also Dan Quinn, an interview was requested 
by the Giants to speak to Quinn, most recently the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. But I really think it's Dayball and Flores at the top of the list. And that's where, as Shane said in his quote in the Giants' release, now the work begins. And I think what's interesting is that the Giants went through the entire process. Shane was pegged as a front runner from the beginning. And I just think if you're going to go to an organization that has succeeded and done it the right way over the last couple of years, you also want to find someone who has really been on a journey himself. And I think Shane's journey to this point, he's earned it. And it's been given good vibes across the league. The Giants had three finalists, as we told you about on our episode with Amy Trask, which great response from the audience. So if you haven't checked that out, there's a timeliness to that. So don't fear that if you missed the Amy Trask episode that you can't listen because now they have a general manager. I would still go listen to the podcast with Amy Trask because I think her interview in and of itself lends a lot of insight in terms of what the Giants are trying to do with their front office. But we've talked about the three finalists. It was Adam Peters from San Francisco, Ryan Poles from Kansas City, and Joe Shane. And really, it became a two-horse race over the last 24 hours because Adam Peters was very impressive from what I understand inside the Giants organization when he was there yesterday for his second interview. Uh, so it was down to Peters and Shane. But I think ultimately the Giants picked the guy that they had a good feeling about beforehand and everything that they've seen over the last week or so has just confirmed his candidacy and is ultimately why he is the new general manager of the New York Giants. Now, a couple of interesting things that Shane said that I think you might enjoy. Said it getting going on picking a head coach. And his immediate focus is to hire a head coach with who I will work in lockstep to create a collaborative environment for our football operations. What is he looking for as a, for in a head coach? Says he's going to cast a wide net. Could be former head coaches, first-time head coaches. More importantly, a person who possesses the ability to lead an organization and the ability to motivate and develop, develop players. Here's the goal. Build a roster that will be competitive, have depth, and most importantly, win football games. That's ultimately what Giants fans want to hear, but not only what they want to hear, what they want to see. So, Joe Shane, the new general manager, I've gotten a lot of vibes about Shane from people who know him, who've talked about him, uh, who've said a lot of good things. This is a guy who started out as a an intern in the ticket office of the Carolina Panthers because he needed a way in, and he found a way in. And as creative as it was, 
It was a friend of a friend of a friend of his mom that got him in the door down in Carolina. He ended up meeting Brandon Bean in Carolina. Ultimately, when Bean gets the general manager's job removed from when they were together in Carolina, they end up together in Buffalo, and that's where we're at. So a lot to break down. We'll be doing it over the next couple days, obviously on NorthJersey.com. But also, with everything that you want to hear for next week's all-in episode, I think we'll probably hold off to write uh, to record a new uh, podcast until they get really into the thick of the head coaching search, which will be at some point next week. But everything I'm hearing, it's Dayball and Flores at the top. Yes, Quinn is going to be interviewed. But I think the link is so strong between Shane and Dayball. I would watch for Dayball elsewhere. I think that's really a, an interesting part of this. Where does Brian Dayball want to go as head coach? You know, and I think that's kind of the the X factor here. As much as he would want to be with Joe Shane, what will they do in terms of getting together? How do you marry that? Now, credit to the New York Post. They mentioned in a report a couple nights ago that Shane and Flores had already begun communicating in terms of trying to build a little bit of a relationship, a little bit of a rapport, which I think that's a pretty big statement as far as Joe Shane goes. You know, you're you're doing that and, you know, supposedly everybody ha- thinks you have your guy uh, in Dayball, but the fact that Joe Shane would do that Seems to me that he he's a little bit more open-minded than people would give credit for. Uh, so that's where we're at. I know there's this divide between Giants fans of having an offensive head coach or a defensive-minded head coach. Obviously, you just had a head coach who was a special teams coordinator, who was kind of that CEO head coach. I don't know what the Giants want. I know they need to redefine their offense and kind of break it down and bring in an entire new system. Whether that system comes from the head coach or comes from an offensive coordinator that is going to be brought in uh, will be very interesting to see. So Joe Shane is your new general manager. Interested to see how Giants fans feel about this. I think it's going to be overly positive. You know, when you go, come off of the four-year reign that Dev, Dave Gettleman had, uh, it, it's hard to pick yourself back up as fans. But I do think the fan base is embracing change. I do think ownership now will let Shane be the front man, and they will take a step back, and they will allow Joe, Joe Shane to go about his business and interview coaches. It doesn't mean that John Mara and Steve Tisch won't be involved, but I don't believe that they're going to be the power players until there's time to finalize something. They may give their opinions. I would think the new general manager would want to gauge the opinion of ownership. But at the end of the day, from what I've heard, everything on the inside, that this was the theme throughout the Giants' search for a new general manager is that whoever is the general manager is going to have the say. 
They're going to have the power. They're going to lead. They're going to guide. And they're going to oversee the process for a head coach. So we'll see how that works out. Anything else off of that? I think it's kind of that question mark of what's going to come next. Everyone's going to want to run and rush what comes next. I think the Giants exhale for about five minutes, and now they're probably already on their head coaching search with Shane leading the way. So I appreciate you downloading this episode and listening to All In. Two shows this week with the Amy Trask episode and this one, and we'll continue to do that. If there's breaking news to do, we will do a breaking news podcast uh, to make sure everyone enjoys it. So when you're all in, these are the kind of things you have to do. So keep reading all of our coverage on NorthJersey.com and the print editions of the record and across the USA Today Network. Appreciate you downloading and listening as always, and I'll catch you next time.